You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 258. Whoa! <laughs> it's Tuesday, November 20th, twenty. 18. But when will you be listening to this, oh faithful listener? Probably Thanksgiving! Oh my, you can stuff your ears while you're stuffing the turkey. <laughs> or your mouth. No, or after, your mouth. after you stuffed your mouth. That one. Don't uh, you do turkey stuffing? Though? I'm a little bit... Yeah, but you would, you would have eaten it by the time you listened to this episode. Are you sure? Depends mm. when you have dinner. Depends exactly. when you have dinner. It's going to be released on noon on Thursday, which it happens to be Thanksgiving. I'm curious, listeners out there, how has that been going? Do you enjoy, or not do you enjoy, are you okay with having it released? <laughs> we don't care few, if you enjoy it or not. A few days after it's being recorded. Um, so far, I haven't heard too many complaints, and I've been fairly regular and consistent with, with getting the podcast published in t- on time. Have you guys heard any feedback, Leighton, Jeff? Uh, no. Nope. No. Uh, I've no, heard no complaints. I think our, our listeners are, my my, my <coughs> project, projection of a listener's thought into this podcast hmm. is that they're okay with having it at a regular time as long as it's actually regular. Okay. As long as they get their... It's, it's, their it's, it's, as long as they get their more important. They're fixed. They just want yeah. to fix. All right. We've got a couple different things to talk about today. Um, I've got another tech tip for you. Oh, my. And this one is for anyone that is a subscriber to Apple Music. And it's so good, it might make you subscribe even for a, even for maybe like a, a holiday season. Maybe for two months. It'll be worth your time, I promise. Um, and then I brought coffee today. And it was from <coughs> our travels when we went to Arkansas and then to Texas. I've got coffee that I brought back. Texan that, coffee. That we're going to be tasting. It's right over there. For some reason, Jeff did not pour hot water in it yet into the French press which he's now mm. sighing and standing up, slowly walking over to the table, picking up the hot water, holding it over the French press, and pouring it into the French press. Don't put the scalding water on me, Jeff. He's lifting it about a foot and a half, two oh, feet. Oh, it's way too high. That's enough. And it's almost splashing out into Leighton's uh, coffee cup. A bit more. Well, anyway. Okay. It is Thanksgiving We also have feedback. Week. We have a lot of feedback. Oh, I didn't know we have a lot. We have a little bit of feedback. But other than that, what, what other bits and topics to discuss? Hmm. Uh, uh, I went to the Ark, the Ark Encounter in Kentucky over the weekend. All right. I'm adding that to our Kanban board so we know <coughs> that it's, we're going to talk about it. All right, Jeff, got that added. Now you can feel free to discuss it. I love how, like, none of us ever actually use it, and Ruben is still paying for it. What? No, he's just pay- no. He's not paying for it because of us. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm paying, he actually is. I'm paying, what? I'm paying extra for you guys to use it. Ruben. <laughs> oh. Is is that so we can like collaborate on the same board or what? Yeah. I thought you could do that for free. Well, it's I might change it to a free board. Okay. And then I don't have to pay for you guys. All right. I mean, it's fine, but it just it seems frivolous to be using hard-earned French press money. Well, so far it's just come up. Come out of my own pocket. That's perfect. <clears throat> All right. Speaking <clears throat> of which, are we going to announce French Express? Um, well, since you teased it, sure. But the dates are not ironed out yet. Right. 
But Very much not with your with the hard earned money that you've so you with your hard earned money that you so generously donated spent. you spent in in, in essence donated donated to us by buying something for yourself yes. by using our Amazon link <laughs> we will be able to go on an adventure that in turn will provide you the mm. listener with at least two if not three. Excellent podcast episodes. We're, we're not we're not talking just excellent, Ruben. These are going to be superb episodes. These are going to be featured episodes on the homepage, like like the most fantastical stories that you've ever heard in your life. Oh my! And I do say that with confidence. I and I've heard part of the stories, and I am not going to be a detractor. Wait, 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 wait! Is this going to be a replay of French Press Live? <laughs> Where we like play? It. Well, I played it up Layton, so much. And you're not then, supposed to ruin it for us. Oh no, actually, I just don't it, want. I just don't want another one. We we have. We're <laughs> going. We're we're traveling across the country to interview people, uh, where they're you know in their home location, and um, because we can't afford to get them to travel them out, out here. Yeah. So, but I I I kid you not. The story, the one guy's story that we're gonna interview. <clears throat> is is probably the most bizarre, strange, and hilarious story that I've ever heard in my life, and it's 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 like it's got an awesome mixture of serious and funny and mm-hmm. like scary and delightful. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a a, a lot of fun. So <clears throat> a couple things about that we can we can tell you that we're we're gonna do it. <clears throat> we can also tell you that we don't know when. We were going to do it in February, but it might not get done until later in the year, depending on our busy schedules. Schedule, and also, I'm not completely sure that there's enough actual funds in the French press account. So what you're saying is, to be smash that Amazon link. If you love yourself, and if you love us, and if you love the French press podcast, smash that link. If you really love us, I mean, I've heard of people doing this. So clearly, some people out there truly do. No, Ruben. But I've heard some people Don't go. Don't be ridiculous. Some people go. Don't say it. To their coworkers' computers, <gasps> or their grandparents, or their siblings, or their neighbors, whoever you know that shops on Amazon, whoever has a computer, and and goes to the French Press Podcast website, FrenchPressPodcast.com, and copies that link for the Amazon link, and creates a bookmark with that link. And saves that bookmark or replaces the current Amazon bookmark that, with that, that person, link. Yep. Hence, turning uh, the income, t- taking the revenue of Amazon and just giving a little bit of it to your favorite podcast. Right. And they're not making it any more expensive. Nope. It does not affect the price. Yeah. In fact, it, I would it, like it actually, to hear... It actually, like, not only do you get something on Amazon, but you get a little bit of extra joy in your heart. You get a fuzzy feeling and an even better podcast. That's right. I would love to hear of any listeners out there who have copied the Amazon bookmark to someone else's you know, computer or smartphone or whatever you may have done. Tell us your story. I would lo- How did you do it? Well, just, How was the heist who, done? <laughs> How did you do it? Who would you do it to? <laughs> anyway... We do have some other some feedback we want to get to. We have some food to try. Some we food have some back. coffee that I just poured. That's pretty good. Maybe and we should go straight to the coffee because it's getting cold. All right. This coffee, like I said, was from our travels to Arkansas and Texas. <clears throat> Specifically, we picked it up 
in uh, in Arkansas. However, the coffee comes from. Actually, I'm not going to tell you. You even you need to guess where the roaster is at as well. Does but it come from outside of the U.S.? The roaster is in the U.S. The roaster is in the U.S., but where do the, do the beans come from outside of the U.S.? It's not flavored. Um, it's a good. It's a good, medium dark roast. Tastes pretty good. Um. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, the coffee beans are not from the U.S. All right. I'm, but the uh, roaster is in the U.S. Is the roaster in Texas? Let's just let's just taste it a little bit. Uh, it is good. It's smooth. I'm gonna say this coffee is from somewhere in Africa. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess either South America, or or somewhere in the Caribbean. All right, it is Colombia. So, I knew so, it. South America. Ooh, I knew it. Colombian. Now this coffee was from New York City, is where the roaster is at, hmm. and I believe the it had that subway taste. City of Saints <laughs> Coffee Roasters is the the roasting company. Anyway, th- this is what confuses me a little bit too. Okay, Jeff, you said this is not a flavored coffee, correct? I it does not taste flavored. Does not smell flavored. And <clears throat> when I tasted it the first time in Arkansas, I completely agreed with you. But now that I see what flavors it does have. I can taste mm. it a little bit. Mm. So it is a flavored coffee. And le- let me give you a couple different flavors, and you tell me, does it taste like this or does it not taste like this? Mm. All right? <clears throat> First, does it taste like blueberry? No. No. Does it taste like cinnamon? Hold on. No. I don't think it does. I would say like a, a small hint maybe. But not much, if any. Okay. No, it, it's not supposed to. Does it taste like raspberry? No. Yes. It does have a little bit of raspberry. I would say a little bit. Does it taste like hard candy? Hold on. <laughs> I'm not tasting any of this. And <clears throat> so here's what it is. Brown sugar, oh. raspberry, oh. hard candy. Oh. Hmm. Now, hard candy, is that a flavor? Well, layman's mint is a hard candy, and so is a warhead. Yeah, and those don't taste anything alike. Right. So I'm confused. I think they're confused as well. Anyway, I, I, now now I'm smelling phantom flavors that I'm sure are not there. Phantom flavors. Well, <laughs> when I first tasted, I was like, no, this is a regular coffee. It's not flavored. But then when I looked at it, I kind of thought too, like I smelled something sweet. Yeah, I mean, I could I could make up that I smell a little bit of raspberry, or <clears throat> taste it or something. But either way. We can agree it, it's good coffee, right? It's really good. Yeah, this, it's good I, I would drink this as my daily coffee. This is actually really good. It's, right. it's nice and smooth. It's got a good bold flavor um, and not bitter at all. We, we need to we need to move on. I know. So if you're looking for it, look up City of Saints Coffee Roasters. It's the La Fortuna. La Fortuna. La Fortuna. I was trying to give it a little La bit Fortuna. of a Isn't Clum- Colombian uh, the luck? Uh, twist. Fortune. The fortune. Something like that. Oh hey, wait, I have an it idea. Sounds like a city. Translate La Fortuna to English. I can't translate into English yet. She can't translate That's into English. That's all I speak. If she can't That's translate all she it, speaks. Actually, I talk Pennsylvania Dutch. Let's try, uh, let's, sure let's try Google Assistant. Translate La Fortuna to English. The Fortune. Wow. The Fortune. 
All right, moving on. I guess Google is still good for a couple things around here. We did have some feedback. Yeah. Coworker Mitch, he uh, obviously last week we talked about the flags, and this is what mm. he said. Okay, you hit a nerve. As someone who has the Indiana flag on his mouse pad and pocket knife, I must say I love the Indiana flag, and I love being a Hoosier. I must interject. It just so happened I went out to where Mitch works, and for the first time in my life, I noticed he did have an Indiana State flag mouse pad, and he came in when I was working on his computer, and he pulled out his pocket knife and showed me that it is also an Indiana State flag. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's the only Indiana State flag pocket knife there is. (laughs) He probably got it at a free drawing or something. Um, but I'm impressed. Yeah, one of those um, Napa yep. Napa banquets. Yep. I'm impressed that he he has done what we said we should do, which is take back our state flag. He's been, but all, and the same token, he's, been, he's, been, he's been doing it and it hasn't made a difference. But you know what? This is the problem. He's been taking it back, but taking it back all to himself. Not if he it. really wants to share it, he should paint the outside of his house to the Indiana State flag. He did Or at say, the very least, the back of his uh, vehicle window. Should yeah. He already he, has a sticker. Well, it's oh, he does bigger. have a sticker. He does enough. have a sticker. That's okay. too small. Okay, he told me he has a sticker. All right. Um, <clears throat> no, he he verbally told me that. Uh, how was it? He suggested something about a tattoo, and I said, "Okay, if we, how much would we have to pay you to get a tattoo of the Indiana State flag on your body?" And he said, "If you pay for it." Oh, that's all. And I think, that'd be, I think that'd be well worth the French press funds. I know, but he also said, "And if a, if my wife like lets you oh. do it, <laughs> so that, so she'll never." That's the, the kicker. I said hypothetically, if she would consent to it, would we be able to decide where it goes? And he then he said, "Yeah, on the forehead, <laughs> right on the forehead." Uh, uh, all right, let's continue on here. He says, "I have lived on the East Coast and West Coast, and in the middle in Iowa, and after that, I can say Indiana is pretty great place." Quick history: The flag has 19 stars. On the outer, uh, the outer ring of 13 is for the original 13 states, and the inner six are for the other states added. The large star on the torch for is for Indiana as the 19th state. The torch represents liberty and enlightenment, and Indiana's flag was rated number 20 out of 50 states. So we're better than average, barely, mm, barely. <laughs> um, and he said, at least it's better than Nebraska's. Which what Nebraska's flag was flown over their state capital upside down and no one noticed it. There is an article linked to it. I'm not, I'm not sure how long it was flown upside down without people. I think he said you. ten days. Yeah, he said ten days to me. But that is uh, pretty hilarious. And then he said, uh, also Oregon's flag is pretty cool. They have the state seal on one side and a beaver on the other. I wonder how many mm. flags have different things on different sides. I don't think there's very many. <clears throat> Not that I know of. So if you see something driving past, you would know which way it's going just by the flag, the way the flag is flying on it. I guess. Although you could probably tell by the way it was going, too. Is it also weird that a flag, like a billboard is, uh, if you're looking at it from one side, you know, you have it from, from le- like, the, the, mm-hmm. the U.S. flag, you know, would be from the blue on the left side mm-hmm. then the red stripes to the right. Yep. But then a flag is is fl- fly, flying that way. And if you turn around, it's the blues on the right. Yeah. Right. But if you if it'd be a painting, it would still be the other way. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's not left to right. It's just. It just is. It just it is. Just is. And I think that's the way a flag should be. I think it's weird to have one 
design on one on side. Of the flag. I think I, I agree. I, I think agree. typically, typically flags are depicted as flying from left to right. Yes. Not. Yes. Because we read from left to right. No. But then in the other parts of the world where, where they read right to left, it gets really confusing. They don't have flags. <clears throat> they have um, pendants. Yeah, pendants. That. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me go over to the Kanban board and see what else we got to talk about. <laughs> was there any other feedback? You said there were tons of feedback. I didn't have any feedback. <clears throat> well, it was just Mitch. Oh, it was all Mitch. Oh. I got a lot of feedback from Mitch. <laughs> uh, uh, well, Jeff, why don't you go ahead and tell us about your encounter? Well, okay, so Leighton went to the Ark Encounter. I did. Uh, when was it? A couple months ago? Uh, it was in the late spring. Okay, okay. Yeah, Uh so I don't really think that I need to go like into insane detail, detail about the ark itself. What is the sure? ark? The, who built so, it? So those of you who don't know what the ark encounter is, yeah, uh, it is a life-size replication of Noah's ark um, that is done that was built by the um, founders of the Creation Museum. Um, it's about 40 minutes away from the Creation Museum. So it, it's Ken Ham's Ark. It's Ken Ham's not Ark. Not Noah's yeah. Ark. Um, the inside, okay, so I went down there on Saturday mm-hmm. with my girlfriend. We went down with mm-hmm. my family mm-hmm. and spent the day at the Ark and then spent the weekend down in southern Indiana and came back Sunday. Um, so our main thing to do while we were down there was the Ark. Uh, and we spent probably, I, I would say, five or six hours there on Saturday. <clears throat> Pretty much got through the whole thing. Um, there's maybe a few things that we just kind of, like, glanced over because there's a bunch of people there. Um, but, Layton, what was your general impression, now that I've been there and, I, and I've and i seen, you know, what they have there, what was your general impression of the, um, how should we say, authenticity of the... Um, ideas of the ark itself i think i think the outside is i think the structure of it is probably pretty accurate Mm -hmm. they they to give you guys some background as soon as you walk into the ark the first thing that you see is this giant um set of posters on the wall disclaiming disclaiming that pretty much everything in the ark is made up based off of historical evidence Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, uh, common building practices, things that they would have been able to do back in those days mm-hmm. um, technologically, and um, according, they use some other writings as well. So, so, but pretty much most of the stuff that they display in the Ark is just an idea of what it was. And I would say, for the most part, my experience or my thoughts were that it was pretty accurate. I, I mean... It made sense. Yeah. It made sense. It wasn't like far fetched. Especially especially their like their ventilation. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? How it explains how mm-hmm. they would have used the waves to to make the art pretty much breathe, yeah. like inhale new air and expe- expel the fumes mm-hmm. of the animals. And, and I did stuff. also like that it's they really cool. Um some of the things they gave multiple options for. Yes. Um and they also um one really cool thing was that um, they went through all the other, or not all of them, but a lot of the other cultures of the world that have an ark story and pointed out that each of those cultures 
um, has a story of the ark that and and in in those stories the ark is built according to how their ships are built um, of that time. Okay. <clears throat> and they went on to point out that the biblical story of the ark is much more likely to be accurate than those because the ark depicted in the Bible is the only one that would actually survive, number one, that would actually be able to survive the, the impact of a global flood and also did not follow um, contemporary shipbuilding specifications. Okay. It was like unique. It was a unique design for a boat at that time. Uh-huh. So I thought that was kind of cool. I, um, I'm not completely sure on that. They did have some dinosaurs mm-hmm. on there, mm-hmm. some strange looking animals. They were, I mean, obviously they weren't real. They were like, yeah. St- statues. I did notice that a few of them, uh, so, so like they would have them in the cages, you yeah. know, l- replicas of them, but some of them would say, um, an animal that was depicted. And then they, some of them, a few of them, not very many actually listed a specimen name which tells me that they actually used a a fossil or something that they found as a basis for their model, which I thought was really cool. That is cool. That is cool. So I'm not – that was the one part that's kind of like – I don't know if I completely believe that this specific animal was on the ark. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could have been. It it totally could have been. But I don't know. I've never seen one before, so – I don't know. Did you ever see a giant, Layden? <coughs> no. I believe they exist, but I don't know if they were on the Ark. I'm just being... <laughs> <laughs> so the Ark, the ark was actually, is actually set up really cool. So they have three floors inside the Ark. Mm. Floor one is before the flood. Floor two is during the flood, and floor, floor three is after the flood. Um, and that, that's a pretty neat idea. And so they have all these things like on the first floor, you know, they would tell how they built the Ark. Okay. And then on the second floor, it would be like how they survived during a flood, what, you know, what they had to do to, you know, what kind of work they had to do, what, how they stored their food and all that kind of stuff. Then, then story three was after the flood. The one thing I didn't really um, find that, I don't know, I, th- I think everything in there was pretty much like, yeah, made up somebody's idea of what it was like. And I would say that, you know, I would trust it to be fairly accurate, except for, the one the, the the only thing that I didn't really like was at the very top, at the very end, they had like after stories of all the people that were on the ark, which to me sounded really made up. Like and it didn't sound like it had that much actual historical background. They just kind of made something up. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Other than that, I I was really impressed with it. They did mm. a very very good job. <clears throat> all right. All right, you guys ready to move on? Yeah, the food's getting uh, stale. Yeah, we got food here because uh, we, the three of us, because we like to eat. We get Paul's PWI. Yeah, and we got our Thanksgiving gift em- bag. employee gift bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So wh- what do we have, Jeff? So, you brought so it. I brought the bag with us, and basically it's a tradition every year for Thanksgiving. PWI gives all of their employees a gift bag um, full of random edibles. So this is Jeff's edibles. Jeffables. Except it's also Rubens and Leydens because they have some. So um, we have about we, we have um, some sausage to try. We have some candied nuts. We have some crackers, and I think I see uh, five kinds of cheese. 
that were included there. I, there the cheese is like way um, overflowing. Yes, but right. it, it's great. F- f- five different ones. So should we try it, the same ones all at the same time? Yeah, let, yeah, let's try these. Let's try these nuts first. All right. These 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 are pretty. So these good. are we like can... sugared pecans. Yeah, they're they're like pecans glazed? with like a. It's a it's an I believe it's an egg white sugar glaze, um, and they're really good. They are delicious. Mm. Mm. I would say that's and the winner. There's some cinnamon in there too. That's probably I'm gonna call it right now, even though we haven't judged the other things. Like the the bologna and the different cheeses, um, I'm gonna call it the winner of the bag. Was this homemade or was this purchased somewhere? I believe Secretary Kendra's sister Sheila made them. Wow, it's delicious. It doesn't have a label on it, but I agree with Layton too. I don't I don't expect anything else to be better. Yeah, I especially the crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I feel like we should all take the time to first eat. A cracker on its own. Yeah. Because they did not important. get us the regular townhouse crackers. They they got... These are um, toasted's, toasted sesame, lightly toasted. Lightly toasted sesame crackers. Uh, but they are Keebler. They are Keebler. Let's not take too much time because this... Yeah. This is just sound. This is boring. And I don't, I'm not talking about the podcast. But I'm, I'm not... the cracker. I'm not a cracker guy. Mmm... I like a buttery cracker. Mm-hmm. Townhouse buttery crackers. crackers. Even saltines are awesome. No, saltines no, are awful. No. Mm. Saltines are good in soups. They're good yeah. in like hot chocolate. Chicken noodle soup. You put saltine crackers in hot chocolate. Yeah, you've never done that? Nope. No. Okay, well, this is Ruben's edibles. Okay. Hey, <laughs> hey, by the way. Um, so next time, we need I promise to, we'll have hot chocolate. We need to do a hot saltines. chocolate review because I have hot chocolate to review. I remember... Many, many moons ago, when I reviewed the Hershey hot yep. cocoa, mm-hmm. and it, I think the Nesquik was actually better. <laughs> it was. So now we need to just try my kind of hot cocoa against the Nesquik, because I'm pretty sure mine will be. All right, what's next? What really cheese good. do we have? All right, cheese. Are we going right. to eat just the cheese by itself? Yeah, I, I think I think in order to do everything justice, we need to try it on its own. Okay. So And, and rank it according you're, you're, to Jeff, how we think. Jeff, you are think. literally putting... The 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 the, yep. the cheese plate right on top of the soundboard. So we're trying um, some marble cheese here. But isn't this just? Oh, I thought this was cheddar. Mm-hmm. No, this is marble. Walnut Creek marble. Now, this is also sometimes called kojak. Although I think marble or Walnut Creek has a kojak as well, and I'm not sure what the difference is. It's pretty good. This is good cheese for like a, good. for a burger. Mm-hmm. Great burger cheese. Mm-hmm. All right, one out of ten on the uh, cheese bite scale. Where where does it rate? And are we giving this scale by it how it is just by itself? Not if we could imagine it on a salad. If we could right, imagine right. it on yeah, by mm-hmm. itself. Okay. In it, uh, among other cheeses of its kind. Right. Okay. Where does it bite? An eight. I'd give it a solid five at least. I, I would give it a seven or eight. Only a five. I've had some... Extreme. You must not have had bad cheese yet. I've had some extreme cheeses. Ruben, don't doubt my cheese palate. A lot of this is personal preference. All right. Okay, next up we have... Um, D- take a smoked. swig of coffee. Yeah, take a swig of coffee. To wash down yeah, Actually, cheese. coffee like cleanses your palate as well. A good palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Next up we have some uh, smoked salt gouda. <coughs> yep, smoked I'm salt I am really gouda. looking forward to this. Oh wow! Hmm. I love the name. Hmm. Hmm. It has a kind of a 
smoky aftertaste. And Al- the, almost spicy. The bite increases. It's like a really Slightly. strong. Um, I've had smoked Gouda mm. before. I would give this a four. Of On the bite scale? Yeah, or a three. Because it's got like a grainy texture to it. Um, to me, Gouda should be like more of a buttery texture. Hmm. And the smoked Gouda that I've had is absolutely phenomenal. What, what, I, I, I want to... I want to know your smoked. I want to. I want to know wh- where do you get your gouda? I I get it at Rentown, and uh, it's the um, Uniekas brand. Uniekas. I need to. I need to check specifically that, out. that brand. The other brand is, that they carry is not good. Because I'm a huge smoked gouda fan. Since I was at, I was at uh, <clears throat> SMBI. The one. The one term. <clears throat> the ones, dude. The one. <sighs> the one <clears throat> student's brother had like a surplus store, and he had like a ton of just. Different, like, an overabundance of, like, random stuff. Like, a ton of off-brand Oreos. Hmm. And five different brands. Five different brands of Oreos. Of off-brand Oreos. I, we, need, we need to get your Dumpsters, hands on this. sandwich creams, uh, middle O's. Are you taking uh, notes, Jeff? Uh, <laughs> what, what else was there? Oh. I forget the other two, but it was, it was, like, ridiculous. Like, yeah. But he also had smoked Gouda, and we... Went nuts. The entire dorm went nuts <laughs> over the smoked Gouda that he had. Oh, my. Anyways, I, let's keep going. Yeah, and you didn't give me a rating yet. Oh, uh, a three I, on, the, on the bite scale. I don't remember the last Gouda I had, but I didn't like that Gouda, so I would also give it um, I'd give it a three. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. Are you saying, are you rating how good it is or how cheesy it tastes? I'm rating it in comparison to other cheeses of that kind, but I don't remember having gouda I, I have had it before but i don't remember how in much that case different, you're, you're able to you're allowed much, to rank how much it on different flavor. but i just don't like I, just, I didn't like it i didn't think it was i didn't think it was great what are we eating now jeff okay right now we're eating some um walnut creek munster cheese monster. um monster for munster cheese i i'm sorry but i'm gonna give this one a four as well a four out of ten yeah okay um, I've had monsters that I like a lot better. This monster, uh, I'm used to having being a little more schmutzy. Yeah, a little and more schmutzy. And this didn't have quite enough schmutz mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just because it wasn't room temperature enough yet. Maybe it was too cool. I'd give it a solid five. But, um, um, definitely it's not better than average, so I'll, I'll go with five. Yeah, right, I'll, I'll still stick with my four. Moving on. Okay, we got, um. What is this? Uh, gluten and lactose-free original flavor. Yogurt cultured cheese. Yogurt cheese. I've never had this. Hmm. Hmm. This is. This is actually really good. That has that has quite a bit of cheese flavor. Hmm. It's a very cheesy cheese. It's got a nice buttery, stucky mm-hmm. texture. I'd give it a solid seven and a half. <clears throat> I, I, I would give this a nine. Oh really? Oh, wow. I've had yogurt cheese that was absolutely gross. <laughs> okay. And this well, is. I'll, this give, is it, I'll give it a six. <laughs> All right. What do we have? What's the last cheese we've got? We say the best for last. The classic pepperest jackiest. Pepper Jack. Is this some of your favorite cheese? Pepper Jack? No. The but one cheese I'm disappointed iconic. we don't have is Swiss. Mmm. I'm a big Swiss fan. And there's about. Are you a Swiss forty man? kinds of Swiss? Hey. Yep. That's an idea for a future episode. What? All kinds of Swiss. Okay. 
Hmm. 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 All right. I think this is the best okay. cheese they they have. This in is my a, opinion. Yeah, it's a really good pepper jack. It is good. Um, it's mm. pretty moist, pretty pretty soft. Mm-hmm. It's just vague. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's soft. It is really good. It's got a strong flavor. I'll mm-hmm. give it a solid seven. Yeah, I, I would give it a seven or eight. Seven. Mm. All right, and last but not least, we have some uh, the bologna, bologna or sausage or whatever you want to call it. It's bologna. Um, I don't know what kind it is, so we're just gonna take a stab. It smells sweet. I think that this is Larry Slaybaugh's bologna. Mm, it oh, is. Wow. It is. Mm. I could. You knew it. I knew it as soon as I bit into bit it. Into it. Mm. Guys, this is something that you can't buy in a store. You, no. you actually have to go to the source and get it. It's a it's a secret recipe, mm. and it is phenomenal. I wonder what happens when he dies. His kids get the recipe. Okay, good. Um, where do we have to go to get this? Mm. Where's the source? You need to go to Hoshetler Grain and find Larry and beg him on your knees to give you some. Some people say it's too sweet. And if you'd have a ton of it, I can see where, yeah, it would be a little too sweet. But Those I'm people telling are you, overindulging just, themselves. Just, they are. Mm-hmm. Just for a couple pieces here and there on a still regular mm-hmm. basis, it is delicious. It's... um. Similar to Lebanon bologna, but a little bit more um, but mellow. But I, I hate Lebanon bologna. I love that stuff. But this I've is a little more mellow than that. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Mm. <clears throat> We've got some other things to talk about. We do? We do. I've got a tech tip oh my. for you guys. All right. So you might or might, you may or may not be subscribed to Apple Music, but I'm going to give you a reason to be subscribed. Yeah. Give me a reason, Ruben, because I'm using... Uh, Google Play Music. I like Is that to what keep, you use, Jeff? Mm-hmm. I like to keep things simple and keep things to one word, but I can't do that today. So the word is Focus on the Family, Radio Theater, Chronicles of Narnia. You can listen to that for free with Apple Music subscription. Mm. Wait, so that's not free? That's pretty legit. Well, <laughs> but for $15 a month. See if it's on Google Play. Or $10 a month, whatever Apple Music is. So if you're going on maybe a trip this holiday season and you're going to be stuck in the car quite a bit, pay the $10 per month and listen to all of your favorite Chronicles. And it's not just Chronicles of Narnia, by the way. It's also Ben-Hur, all the Focus on the Family radio uh, theater production. Cool. That's uh, that's that's actually really cool. I, I love listening to stories while driving, especially if I'm driving by myself. And so I, I listen to a lot of um, story podcasts, and when I run out of those, I listen to... Chronicles of Narnia or something like that. I'm, we listen to some on our text. Or audiobooks. You find it, Layton? No. Well, <clears throat> here's another tech tip for you. Uh, Jeff, remember how you said that on uh, on Apple, or sorry, on Android, you can buy an app and you can, re- you can refund it mm-hmm. within 15 minutes or something? Yep. That's really cool, and I like that. And there's not something quite that easy when you make a purchase for an iOS or a Mac app. However, when you when they process the payment, which they don't do right away, they usually wait a few days before they actually charge your card. But when they do, they send you an email. And on that email, uh, you can report, there's a link that says report a problem with this purchase. And you can then go and click on it and you can request a refund. And so there you can 
and some of these apps are expensive. I, I bought a well mm-hmm. expensive. I bought a fourteen dollar app. Oh my! For my Mac, and it ends up that I didn't like it, uh, and I wanted to use a different one. So I requested a refund, and it took. It was much easier than I even expected it would be. Yeah. Basically, just sign in and you're you're done. That's cool. Windows is really bad with this. I bought an app, a seventy dollar <gasps> music writing app, like a music score app on for Windows. <clears throat> Which requires pen input. Like, it actually requires it to be able to work. Why? And Why can't you just use well, your it, mouse? No, it, it's like it's like actually made for physically writing in notes. It's really cool for use with a pen. Paper. But, anyways, it was $70. Okay. Okay, and I was like, this is going to be cool. This is going to be <laughs> But I can't use it. Ever. But I can't use it. I can't even get like a this stylus. This is going to be the pecan glaze, <laughs> the sugar glaze pecan of the gift bag kind of app. Yeah. In like all the, in the bag <clears throat> of Microsoft apps, this this is the winner. This is going to be So anyways, it. I oh. emailed them asking for a re- refund, <laughs> and they would not give me one. What? Did they respond? They did. They and say? they denied my they denied my request for a refund. <laughs> so you said, <laughs> "Hey, your app wasn't the best one on your store. Can I have a refund?" No. And they said no. I said I can't use this app at all. And they said, hmm, "Okay, that's wait. too bad." <laughs> in the in the, did you go back and look at the description of the app? And does it like proclaim? It did specifically say that that you need to have the but pen. It was at the bottom. So are you going to buy a pen now? No, you actually have to buy a PC that's pen compatible. It's that bad. Um, Why would you offer an app that isn't compatible with the computer that you have? That's stupid. Here's what they need to do. That is stupid. They need to not allow you to buy something that you can't use on your device. That's literally just what I said. That that is that is exactly what I just said. Oh. <laughs> but what if you want to buy but that it? That's a good idea. What if you want to buy it on your Windows phone? To use on your then you compatible go, computer at home. Then you go home. to the website and purchase it. Oh. <coughs> it Lane, should be. Lane, <laughs> Lane is so mad. All right. There's nothing left over on our Kanban task. However, I feel like we did want to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. Yeah. What are, real quickly, what are we doing this 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 weekend? Hmm. What are we doing? Late and I are pretty busy. We got family coming from all over. Yeah, you guys do have that. Uh, we we always do have the host Etler family mm-hmm. gathering at my parents' house. People come from all over. Come mm-hmm. from Kentucky, from Pennsylvania. That's about it. And and we hang out and are together for way too long. Wednesday night through Sunday, <clears throat> late afternoon into the evening. But it is fun. Yeah, there's games to be played. I am looking. Do, do you guys still like play like Xbox pretty heavily? No, uh, or is that not year, as much of a the thing? Younger the younger ones, ones do. Yeah, it's just it, it's too much work, and it's not. I I just don't it just enjoy doing it as it much. It doesn't appeal as much. I am looking forward. I am planning <laughs> on on doing some heavy board gaming. I'll do a little board gaming. I like. I, I'm 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 talking Seven Wonders. I'm going to budget my gaming time. And some good, uh, oh, Settlers of Catan. Settlers, yes. I also Masterpiece. I have not played that game in a long time. Settlers? Mm Mm-hmm. I have this fantastic idea where someone, I know that there's already an iPad app Mm -hmm. of Settlers, and it's it's the board game, and that's Mm -hmm. fine. But what I would love to see 
is a live action one well, mm. version of settlers where it's still on the ipad it's still an app whatever but when you look at the map it's like alive it's and alive moving. yeah like you see clouds rolling over the map and you not see just the quarries harvesting the brick and not the just stone, this and not iron. just this lame um uh like i have a monopoly game on xbox that's like fun but the animations are so like uh what do you call predictable and they're so repetitive and so after you've seen them about four times each you're done yeah. and you want to just go through the game no. but no you have to wait and watch these animations so did, did, so in settlers if they do this they need to make unique animations sure uh my one of my favorite games growing up was chess on Windows. It was probably mm. Windows ninety five, but it was just the normal chess, and they had animations, <coughs> and it was awesome. Like the three D, yeah, yeah. Well, like, like the night. I think, would like, I think that I don't think that was Windows would, ninety five. Well, it was pretty old, whatever it was. But I yeah. think that was Vista. I think Vista came out with no, it. No, Jeff. It was pre Vista. I, I know it was pre Vista. Okay. Anyway, the the <laughs> two favorite ones were the knight. Uh, he would cut, I think, the the bishop in half, and then the oh, okay. castle went and I think swallowed the queen. I You're think when he about killed the, the rook. Queen. You mean yes, the rook? Okay. He looks like yeah. This, looks this, like that was not the the Vista one. The Vista one was just plain old three D. Anyway, I don't know what like you mean, that. though. Ruben, your memory sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a good moment. That was a, that was a weird laugh. In time. Um, <laughs> my Thanksgiving plans consist of going over and spending the day with my girlfriend's family. Gotcha. Girlfriend Luis's family. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah. Well, best of luck to you. And then I believe um, a please, few of us are going Black please Friday tell shopping. Me you're not going Black Friday shopping. Jeff, <laughs> what would possess you? I mean, okay. So, why? So, is me a- personally, Black Friday is like. I will just shop online, but her Same brothers Monday. want to go Black Friday shopping, and and they've never gone. Oh, it's the and worst. so I said, "Sure, I'll go with you guys," because that sounds like you a gotta fun go time. at least once in your life. Yeah, you, you do. do. You do. You have to go at least you once. You know what? I went once, and then I went twice, and never regretted anything more than going the second time. <laughs> That's not I true. I still there regret are it. That you regret more. Barely. Okay. Say one. No, don't. <laughs> I could. <laughs> No, actually, um, well, see, the first... I know what you're thinking about. Having Jeff on the podcast. <laughs> well, <laughs> what are your biggest regrets? <laughs> so, I've gone twice as okay. well. And the second time, like, I I wouldn't, like, voluntarily go... Well, I guess I am voluntarily going again. No, but I, like... But it's... For myself, I wouldn't go again because there's nothing that I really want that you can't buy online for the same price. Um, since everything's migrated online so much. Right. And even um, this whole week. But the second time deals. I went, I actually did go to get something specific and ended up getting that. And so that was kind of rewarding. How much, like money, good, how much money steal. did you save? Uh, it was like 250 or $300. Jeff. That you saved? Yeah. We, we bought it. We bought a, uh, it was like a 50 inch TV. I see. I'm, I'm thinking of buying a TV. Our TV isn't like horribly small. It's like a thirty-eight inch, but we're sitting like a good four or five feet away. I mean, <laughs> that's not very far. It's away. further than that. It is further than it's that. Probably, right. It's probably almost ten feet away. Yeah, but you know, but it just looks small. And there's times when I'm watching something that I I have to squint. Yeah, to yeah. Read. That's kind of get, how I feel get too. A, get a my... Cyber Monday deal. You can you can buy a, a forty-eight inch four K screen for 
three hundred dollars. Three hundred, four hundred dollars, maybe, somewhere in that range. That's the other thing. Four K does look nice. It's just I don't have the internet to support it. How fast is you your internet? You just talked about how you manipulated Mediacom into giving yeah. you fast, free internet. No, well, how, I mean, fa- no, how no, fast no, is your internet? fast, free. I said just <laughs> cheaper. <laughs> cheaper, moderate internet. As long as you have 25 down, pretty solid. Is that enough? Yeah, that's enough. Netflix will stream 4K at 25 down. I might do that. All right. Did, did you you want to say anything else, Layton, about our gathering? Uh, oh, oh, this year, the <coughs> ice cream has has our ice cream ship has come in. All right. So in years past, we have had an ice cream machine that Uncle Kevin brings, and it had three flavors. I think it was strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla. I think. I don't know. I think. And it was the ice cream machine, and that's fine. It was it's it was it was cool to have an ice cream machine there. This year, he's bringing the whole trailer, which means we get two more flavors. <laughs> okay, we get number one. We get uh, we, they're they're adding lemon, and there's one other flavor that I can't think of. Hmm. And this oh, sounds vanilla. like a party that needs to be crashed. It's it's awesome. You should come and crash the trailer it, Jeff. is so massive. The reason, the main reason that we're getting it is so that he doesn't have to refill it ever. Like, <laughs> the, like the, the, the vats are so big, the compartments, the capacity is so great <coughs> that it supposedly can withstand a four-day weekend of hostetlers feasting off of it. Hmm. We shall see. And then usually the weekend is capped on Saturday night with some karaoke and line dancing. Line dancing. Mm. Yes. However, usually I'm watching football because Notre Dame usually and, has... And stealing all of our internet. <laughs> I remember you did that last year. <laughs> you had to... Yes. You wanted to no, watch... I remember that too. I remember going because I have like fairly regularly stopped in at least at one point just to say hi. You should. And you I should, remember again this year. people complaining about Ruben sucking up all the internet. Well, it wasn't that he sucked it up. He turned it off <laughs> yeah. for, for the shed. So that we couldn't <laughs> even search for karaoke songs. He stole the joy of the rest of the host of their family just so that he could watch some men sprawl around in a field. <sighs> well, this year it's even more important because Notre Dame's undefeated, heading into their last game. If they win, they'll be going to the playoff. Do you expect them to win? I do expect them to win. Mm. I expect them to win pretty big. Well, let's hope that this year is not a repeat of, what was it, three, four years ago? Damn. Pretty much every year. Damn. No, but where they had an undefeated season and then they just like totally lost their butts. Yeah, 2012. Yeah. Is that Teo? Yep. The year of the Tay. Oh. Jeff, uh, all right, you told us a little bit about your spending time with your girlfriend's family. All right, did you guys want to say what you're thankful for? Oh, we'll save that for the next episode. Yeah, that sure. That way we okay. can drag out the Thanksgiving season. Jeff, do me this one solid. When you're out there shopping and you're tired and it's late, and you're thinking about how crappy you're going to feel on Friday during the day, please think about me, because I'm going to be sleeping. Soundly, oh, yeah, that's nice. And I'm going to feel good on Friday. Well, <laughs> here's here's actually what I plan on doing. Oh, my. Or this is what I'm going to suggest to them. Oh. I haven't really talked to them much about it. But they want to experience the raw, uh, the, the, the mass and the chaos of Black Friday. And I see no better place to experience that than at Walmart. And so I'm going to suggest that we go to Walmart, and we're just going to see how it goes. And, and that's usually like at 10 o'clock at night 
on Friday, uh, Thursday night. So, all right. I guess it'd be interesting to hear any listeners' Black Friday stories, Ugh. whether from this year or years past. Yeah, and do just like you're gonna have all day Friday off, okay? We all know we know you all are, and so what you do is you sit down with your phone, you go to a quiet place, and you record yourself telling your story. And be feel free to add any details you want because it doesn't matter. People just like to hear a good story; they don't want to hear the truth. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then send it to us at mail at French Press. Podcast.com. Mm. And smash that Amazon link. Yeah. The holidays smash are here. It. You're shopping for your friends or family. Yep. Use that link. Use it. Layton, what's the point? The point is, Jeff still doesn't use the Kanban flow board. Point number two, you should tell us about your Amazon heists. And by heists, I mean sneaking the Amazon link onto your friend or neighbor's computer so that they end up giving us money. Point number three, Mitch is getting a state flag tattoo. Point number four, Jeff just steals Layton's good ideas and rephrases them using bigger words. Those are my four points. And what's the word of the week? Word of the week is heist.